It's time now for Super Psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. And welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. This evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And today is Sunday, September the 9th. It's all nine today, 9-9-2018. Uh, well, heads up to nine. Um, so close to it. Anyway, it's 9-9, and we are back in beautiful, rainy Austin, Texas, where we're receiving much-needed rain. And I hope that you're staying safe wherever you are and that you had a great holiday weekend last week while we were off celebrating the holiday. We're back, and Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this show, is here with us to make the program run, and we have another great program in store for you this evening. In a little while after the break, yoga teacher and musician Chad Scott will join us once again from California. And last month, Chad joined us with his music, To Lift Your Spirits. Today, he joins us with a discussion about the many mind and body benefits of yoga. And then later in the program, the great jazz saxophonist Paula Atherton joins us once again from New York City with some of her new music. And she'll let us know where she's playing and where she will be playing and what else she has been up to. And along the way, I'll share some new insights into one of my favorite topics, being generous and kind without expectations, um, which is one of the topics in my new book. Um, And I think it's really important these days to generate more kindness. And... um, you know, you can read about it in my book, which launches to print tomorrow. I'll talk to you a little bit about that in a bit. And um, I'm going to talk about a few new insights about this topic of kindness that aren't in the book, some recent experiences related to that. And throughout this evening's program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me during the program, and I will read them on the air. And my email is drmara, D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. Now, if you do have a question for any of my guests, then please be sure to call or email while they are on the program, while they're on their air, so they can answer your questions. And you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website and the link to the podcast along with any website links that my guests speak about on the program will be posted later tonight and um, along with the podcast but you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to blog talk radio, that's B-L-O-G talk com slash your golden years. 
And for information from previous programs to read about the previous programs or hear the, the podcast, you can find all of that on my website at drmarakarpel.com. And you can hear all of the previous programs since we have been on Blog Talk Radio by going to blogtalkradio.com slash yourgoldenyears. And for information about any upcoming shows or to read my blogs as they are as they come out in print, um, go to my Facebook page. You'll get all the up-to-minute news on on what's happening with the show, with my blog, and with my book if you follow me on Facebook. And that's Dr. Mara Cartel, Your Golden Years. And the other Facebook page, which is dedicated to the book, is The Passionate Life by Go to my website. You can also read all of the previous blogs that I have written for Medium, for straight to the website, for um, Huffington Post and for Ariana Huffington's ThriveGlobal.com. You can watch videos of interviews I've done with guests in the studio and a lot more. You can find out what's happening with the book. I will be posting a calendar of events related to the book on my book page. So just check out my website, drmarikartel.com. All right. And... Let's see. If this is the first time that you're tuning in, I'm a licensed psychologist from New York City practicing here in Austin, Texas, and in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas. And I work with older adults and adults of all ages. I have a specialty of working with seniors and with caregivers. And for the past few years, I've also been evaluating veterans for PTSD. And part of the time, my office is in the wonderful Veterans Resource Center, Heroes Night Out, which is located in Cedar Park, Texas. And for information about this really great resource, you can check out their website at heroesnightout.org. Do you want to contact me? Do you have a question that you have for me about the show or about anything else or some information that you want me to know about? Feel free to send me an email to Dr. Mara. C-R-M-A-R-A at drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. Or you can go through my website or you can call me at 512-626-6973. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions and sponsored by Dr. Ronald DeVere, neurologist, memory specialist, and author of the book, Memory Loss, Everything You Want to Know But Forget to Ask. To make an appointment with Dr. DeVere at his memory clinic in Lake Lake, Texas, or to purchase a copy of his book, you can call him at 512-261-7909, or send him an email to rdevere, that's R-D-E-V-E-R-E, austin.rr.com and his book is also available on Amazon and this evening's program is also sponsored by StoryHouse gathers your stories and turns them into multimedia collections that can be shared now and for generations to come have StoryHouse over to conduct a private interview in your home or invite them to your next big event or family reunion StoryHouse where your memories live Find out more at yourstoryhouse.com or call 
296-296-8752. Okay, we're going to take a brief break. We're going to play a couple of our sponsors' commercials. And when we come back, yoga teacher and musician Chad Scott will be joining us to talk about the many benefits mind, body, and spirit of yoga. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. About memory loss? Dr. Ronald DeVere, certified neurologist and director of Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders in Lakeway, has been helping those with dementia and memory loss for over 12 years, specializing in the diagnosis, treatment, and counseling of those with memory loss and dementia. Dr. DeVere also has a book to reduce your worry and fear by knowing the fact. Memory loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. Available now on Amazon.com. Dr. Ronald DeVere, Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders center in Lakeway, and his book, Memory Loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 512-261-7909. But we are back, and um, if you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your Golden Years, Golden Years, right here on BlogTalkRadio.com and on DrMaraCarpell.com. And now joining us on the phone from California, um, we have yoga teacher, musician Chad Scott, who was on last month to talk about his music, and now he joins us once again to talk about the benefits of yoga. Welcome, Chad. Thanks. How you doing? I'm all right. How's everything going out there in California? Oh, it's a beautiful day out here. It's about uh, 78 degrees and blue skies, and I can't complain. Very nice. No, you can never really complain California weather, can you? (laughs) Especially San Diego. Yeah, right. <laughs> the nicest weather on earth, I think. So could be. So thank you, Chad, for coming back on the program. Uh, you know, last month we enjoyed having you on and and listening to some of your music, and now you agreed to come back to talk about yoga. Yeah. So yeah, so maybe we could start off with. Uh, a little bit about your history with regards to your practice and teaching of yoga. Sure. Um, I grew up uh, an athlete and um, in a lot of very uh, physical sports and um, spent a good part of my life breaking myself apart uh, in sports like football and skiing and uh, I had a lot of injuries, a lot of very crippling injuries, ending up in the hospital many times. And um, eventually um, <clears throat> I got out of college and then uh, into the workforce. And at about maybe 27, uh, I had a friend introduce me to a yoga class for the first time. Um, it was actually a Bikram class, which is uh, the uh, synonymous with hot yoga. Um, and it changed, uh, my life from that, that down. It was, it was challenging. Um, yet it wasn't breaking me and, you know, injuring me. It was, it felt good yet. It was good for me. And, uh, at that point I then began, um, the journey, my journey of yoga and exploring different teachers. Um, 
I was introduced to uh, Brian Kest, who is the founder of Power Yoga in uh, Santa Monica and Los Angeles, who I then studied with for about eight years. Um, I studied with a bunch of different teachers in Los Angeles, Sean Korn, um, studied with another guy, Baron Baptiste, um, and studied from a lot of different teachers and figuring out what the best um, yoga practice was that it, uh, for for me. And then eventually, after doing yoga for a good uh, 10 years uh, and having a lot of people ask me, why don't I teach, um, I finally had an opportunity to teach, uh, which was actually kind of um, fortuitous because uh, I was actually going to a um, Sunday evening um, potluck at a friend's house and um, he had a crazy idea of moving the furniture out of the living room and having me teach yoga before the potluck uh-huh. um, to which to which I agreed um, and uh-huh. I'd never taught a class before but I was I would, had been taking class for so long for 10 years religiously that I had already known I'd already memorized you know, sequences by like the back of my hand so I did that it was a another major epiphany in my life, just teaching people something that actually really transforms their lives. And I was sold for that moment. Um, I went, looked into teaching. I started getting teaching jobs at, at gyms, at studios and so forth and so on. Fast forward to today, I've been teaching for about 12 years, uh, mostly here in the San Diego area at uh, many of the major studios here. I teach currently at yoga six, um, and, um, and that's the 10,000 foot view. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you have studied with some really big t- names. I've read some of the, <laughs> some of the writings by some of the teachers that you mentioned. So you, you've had the best of the best. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Um, I always recommend one of the really most important things is for anybody that wants to do yoga is to try a lot of different teachers because a lot of people get discouraged because they'll go and take their first yoga class and they won't like the teacher, which only means it's really the teacher because there's a teacher for everybody, literally. Regardless of what your level is, your capacity is, there's a teacher for everybody. you got to just really explore so mhm mhm so so what do you, you know you you mentioned some benefits for you in terms of um physical benefits for right. yourself you know what are what are some of the benefits that you see for your students or for any listeners who might be wondering if yoga is for them sure um one of the reasons why i think the main reason why yoga is so popular now and a lot of people look at yoga and it's explosive growth in the United States and they think, oh, it's just a fad. But um, the first thing to understand is that yoga has been around for 6,000 years. Okay. The, probably, probably the oldest form of, yoga, of exercise there is. Um, <clears throat> so it's just is a matter of time where it actually got to the United States. So first of all, it's not a fad. The second thing is that um, – the reason why it's gotten really popular here is because yoga offers something that most exercises do not. It offers benefits in, in all three areas of mental, physical, and spiritual. So <clears throat> the physical is obvious. Um, that's the most obvious. Most 
people associate the benefits of yoga with moving your body um, and, you know, the strengthening of, you know, any kind of, if you put any kind of weight bearing motion um, on your, on your, in your bones, you're going to build bone and then you're also going to strengthen muscle. And then you're also going to lengthen your muscles. So you're stretching, you're lengthening, you're strengthening. Um, and that's a lot of the physical component. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those are all obviously critical for uh, cardiovascular health, um, for um, anything like back injuries. Back injuries are usually almost all the time related to tension in your back. Um, it's typically not the slip disc. It's the tension on the slip that actually creates the pain. So um, the most critical part, one of the most critical parts of the physical element is the stretching and the lengthening of your actual muscles. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving into the mental area, um, the mental area is interesting because yoga um, is all about breathing. And the breathing technique for a predominant, uh, uh, most of all yoga, is through your nose. And there's been lots of studies that have um, basically come to the conclusion that breathing through your nose, and there's lots of science on this, breathing through your nose is more beneficial than breathing through your mouth. In mm-hmm. fact, if you a great saying is your nose is for breathing and your mouth is for eating. So stick to the nose when it comes to breathing because it, it creates all kinds of benefits which have been scientifically studied, including um, one of which is the main one, which it actually stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system more than if you're just breathing through your mouth. So your your PNS as opposed to your SNS, sympathetic nervous system. The, the SNS is your fight or flight. That's when you get in, you're in the stress mode and you you know and you start to open your mouth, you start to panic, and you can't you can't breathe, and um, you're trying to run away from something. The PNS mm-hmm. is the opposite, which is um, it's lowering your blood pressure. It's lowering your heart rate. It's lowering the cortisol and allowing you to rest hair and to concentrate, which is the key thing here. So when you breathe deep through your nose, it, it does all these things to relax your mind and relaxes your muscles. And, and the really, really big benefit is that you're allowed to uh, it allows you to concentrate. So today we have so many distractions. We've got so many electronics. And um, in my classes, people really struggle to focus for three seconds. You know, it's, it's almost in it, it, the attention span these days is, has gone down from like two minutes to like three seconds. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and so, and this is, this is a fact, um, you can look some of that science up as well. The attention span is lowered, so we have to do this work of getting back our attention span so we can concentrate and be effective in this life, right? So we can actually concentrate on one thing. We don't get distracted. We get things done. We can be more present when we're having a conversation with someone. We don't get distracted because we want to look at our, you know, our iPhone or something. And a big part of that is really breathing through your nose. So when you go through a class, if you have a good instructor, they will train you to breathe through your nose the entire time. 
And after you breathe through your nose for an entire hour, your life will change dramatically. Dramatically. Like you're you're mm-hmm. stimulating your PNS like constantly. So you're going to feel uh, – I actually just taught this morning. I had a class and um, I had a, a guy, an, an older gentleman who came uh, into the uh, changing room and he said, you know, and after class, no matter what happens throughout the day, I'm good. Like no matter what. I, can just, I could have somebody scream in my ear. It just didn't even matter because yeah, he that's great. creates that incredibly relaxed, even um, – unshakable mindset. And the other thing I do is not only, you know, create the activation of the PNS, but I also insert um, certain ideas and words into my classes. So again, if you have a good yoga instructor, they will tell you things uh, during this breathing and, and train you to, to really hone in your ability to concentrate and your ability to be happy. So that's the spiritual component. The spiritual component is, you know, we don't have, you don't have to get too woo-woo. It's just really basically that um, this whole concept of mindfulness and being connected to the present moment. So mm-hmm. we spend so much of our, of our time, you know, to, we're just totally distracted because we're thinking about the past or we're worried about the future. But, if you have a good instructor, they will teach you to focus on the present moment, experience what's happening right here, right now, and which is really what it comes down to is the only way you're ever going to enjoy life is to be present, is to be here right now to experience each moment as it unfolds. Otherwise, you're constantly living in the past or you're living for a future moment. Mm-hmm. Well, those are really powerful benefits. <laughs> Certainly, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and your students comment that no matter what happens for the rest of the day, I'm good. I mean, we we all want to feel that way, right? Exactly. Yeah, there's it's, always, it's, uh, there always things happening. <laughs> it's priceless, you know. I mean, that's mm-hmm. and that's a big reason why yoga is so popular because it just. Um, it really takes the edge off. It gets rid of your stress. It allows you to focus. It allows you to be present and and be a happy person. So, so what do you say to people? I guess it's a lot. I often recommend um, that my clients do yoga, <laughs> and the reaction very often is well, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible enough. Sure. That's the, uh, what do you say? That's, that's <laughs> the, the most common excuse. The problem with that is that if you don't do it, then you're going to get worse. You're not going to get better. And mm-hmm. you can't do yoga until you can't be flexible until you actually do yoga. Like, right. I mean, it's really actually the the opposite. You, the reason why you can't do yoga is because you don't do yoga. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really simple. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's kind of crazy, but that that's the reality. You can't do yoga because you don't do yoga. So, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You know, you can start in a class. You can start in chair yoga. 
there's chair yoga. You can get chair yoga classes on YouTube. Very anybody can do. My grandma can do chair yoga. So anybody can do chair yoga. That's like, you know, if you've got injuries or you've never done anything, you're super tight, whatever. Uh, and then you've got classes um, everywhere for every for all levels. And, you know, the goal is really just to uh, try something that you feel might be at your level. You can get some recommendations. You can make a call to a studio and say, listen, here's where I'm at. What do you recommend? You know, or somebody who's done yoga, you get a recommendation. Where, where, uh, here's where I'm at. Where can I go? Um, and then you go, you explore different teachers, and you continue to go until you advance. Once you advance, then you can t- continue to uh, take more challenging classes. Mm-hmm. And it's really that simple. It's just baby steps. You know, you got to take one step at a time and get in now because – you know, the reality is uh, my my father spent a lot of time not moving his body, his very sedentary nature, and his spine fused at the top of his spine in a, in a hunched position because he had never hmm. done what we call as an up dog, which is bending your back. So, so you're basically... Um, you know, you're reversing your, the curvature of your spine. And he had, um, you know, had neglected for so long this, this natural motion that his spine had fused together. So, you know, I mean, that should wow. be a wake-up call, wake call to people that you, you can't just do nothing. You, there is no such thing as standing still. Mm-hmm. You're either growing or you're dying. You've right. got to move. You've got to move your body. And, and you know, yoga is something that you, you just, you know, my, 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 what I say is you've you got to do it for the rest of your life. It's one of those things you just have to do for the rest of your life. And if, even if it's not yoga, you can do some kind of stretches, you know, which is basically yoga. But you have to move your body. You have to move your spine. Otherwise, it'll start to fuse and stay in one shape, and you'll look like the hunchback of Notre Dame. So you mm-hmm. have to do, you know, this is like critical things you have to do. Everybody can start at, any, at you know, at a very sh- doable level, chair yoga if you need to. But it's just work that everybody has to do. And if you do it, you, you're going to feel really good. Like life gets better, you know. You really, you can do more. You get to experience more. You sleep better. You know, there's so many different benefits of, of yoga. When you breathe, when you start to breathe and you control your breathing, you, you sleep better. Your digestion is better. You don't need Rolaids. You know, there's so many different benefits when, you're, when you get on your regular practice. Do you think that, um, that anyone is ever too old to start yoga? Never. No. Like I said, okay. there's chair yoga. Anybody mm-hmm. can do chair yoga. Anybody. anybody can, you could sit in a wheelchair and do yoga. Mm-hmm. You could. Right. You know, there's side, side bending stretches. There's mm-hmm. arm stretches. You know, there's, there's a million ways to stretch your body 
It's just you have to leverage yourself to understand the pain and pleasure associated with your actions. You know, the, the pain is clearly you're just going to get worse. You're going to get more pain. Things are going to get worse. Life is going to suck. But if you take action, life is going to get better. You know, you're going to be a happier person. You'll feel really good. You'll sleep well. You'll digest your food better. You'll, you'll, you'll treat people better because you're going to be a happier person. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll li- mm-hmm. you'll live longer. You'll contribute more to the world. You know, there's just that those. You know, if you really think about those things, and and then you know, I think that anybody could take action. So now I know that there are various types of yoga. You mentioned that you tried different types of yoga. Are there is there any specific type of yoga that someone should do if they're just starting or should they just take a beginner class and whatever they think looks interesting? Um, there's these days there's a lot of branches of yoga. There's uh I mean there's they're they're creating new ones, you know, every year. So um and this comes back to the personal preference thing again. So you're going to find things that work for you and things that don't. I recommend learning the basics for everybody. Everybody should learn the very basic principles of yoga and alignment. So um, Hatha is uh, the basic core of yoga. Um, these are just poses, and, and they some of them may be doable for someone at, at a beginning level. Some of them may not. Um, but if you go to a trained teacher who teaches a very beginning class, they should be able to guide you through, you know, um, a basic fundamental yoga class and. And just to just get clear ahead of time now, I would just I would recommend that people like do a little research, call ahead of time before you go throw yourself into a class that you can't do and you're going to hate yoga forever. Do some research, call, find out, hey, what's this level? Here's where I'm at. I've never done yoga before. Do you do you think I'm this age? I I, I don't really exercise much, or I do exercise. How, do you think this class would be okay for me? And if not, you know, you just keep researching. You find there's also seniors yoga. There's seniors yoga classes. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're a senior and you're you're just getting started in yoga, you know, you want to look specifically for seniors yoga and find a trained instructor who will um, give you the fundamentals of yoga. So right. do the research. Yeah, I would just do the research and and get out there and, and take the action. Do you do you recommend that people do a home practice or do you think they should take classes with a teacher? Um, I recommend you do something. So okay. you know, if <laughs> I, I would say you you know, you if if a class if you're kinda like on the on the fence I would go to YouTube and I would look up seniors yoga. I would look up chair yoga. I would look up, you know, if you're more advanced than that, you know, then you can look up maybe like um, uh, power yoga or vinyasa or hatha yoga class or just beginning yoga class, you know, beginning yoga class. And then um, try a few of the things that are offered online. Um, And then 
go check out a yoga class with an actual teacher who can give you alignment cues, who, you know, and there's a whole other realm of benefits when you're in the presence of other people. You know, it actually pushes you to take more action. And, and it's, we get, we're social creatures. So the aspect of getting out of your house, like I tell my dad, you know, like, Hey, go to the yoga class. Like you're going to meet some really cool people you're going to meet some, some people who are like trying to do better. They're trying to better themselves. They're trying to, and that's going to translate into bettering the world, you know? So you're mm-hmm. around people who are people who are, have higher standards. They're going to push you to a new level to, to grow, you know? So that, that whole social element of going to a class is important, but I, I you know, so I would say shoot for that, shoot for that as your goal. And if you need to, you know, look up online on on YouTube, a couple classes to get started, do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, you, you keep mentioning about making the world a better place. And I know that there's a little bit of yoga philosophy about that. Can, sure. can you talk to a little bit about that? Yeah, it's pretty in-depth. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of concepts behind yoga um, that have to do with like ahimsa, which is non-violence, right? It just it means non-harming of people, non-violence. Um, Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi, talked a lot about ahimsa. You know, he was a non-violent person. He solved all his uh, challenges through non-violence. So um, that's a really main tenet of yoga um, mm-hmm. I would say would be like the most one of the one of the really big ones um, there's a lot of philosophy behind it so I would recommend you know um, if you are interested you could get a book on yoga on you know on the um, there's this, what they call the six limbs, the six limbs of yoga. So yoga kind of branches out. It's got one of the limbs is, uh, is uh, prana or breathing, right? So prana is basically another word for energy or life force. And we attain that energy and life force through breathing. So it's breathing practice. The, what we call uh, the um, ujjayi breathing an Indian term. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then, um, so you've got the, these eight, these eight limbs, um, and, uh, one of them's breathing, which is the uh, pranayama. Then you've got the, the actual movement, you know, and then you've got these other stuff, these other ones like ahimsa and a bunch of others. So I would mm-hmm. recommend, you know, if, if people are interested in the philosophy, it, it does make a lot of sense. It's really, pretty much universal values that most people embrace. It's not like a religion where, you know, you're dictating a bunch of rules or something like that. It's really just a philosophy of a way of living that creates more value in the world. Um, And you can pick up actually, you know, either a book in a store or at Amazon, you know, a basic uh, beginner's guide of yoga it includes the philosophy of yoga. So if you really are interested in that, you know, you don't want to make sure that actually the table of contents includes some of the actual philosophy, the eight limbs of yoga. And that goes mm-hmm. into that. 
Well, I'm glad you mentioned that it's not a religion because I think sometimes people are afraid of that because this is some religion. So sure. you said it's a philosophy. It's a universal philosophy. Right, and absolutely. That's I mean, it, there's no dogma. There's no, you know, rules. It's a, it's a universal practice. People of all colors, all races, all religions, everybody... Um, can practice yoga mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and benefit from it. And benefit. So, right. Chad, if people are interested in taking classes with you, um, how can they do that if they're in your area? Well, if they're in my area, they can uh, check out a class of mine at Yoga 6. Um, you can just go to yoga6.com, which is all spelled out. Y-O-G-A-S-I-X dot com. Yoga 6 is a is a big yoga company, and uh, I teach in Carlsbad on Sundays. And I'm actually just starting to um, put together some online courses um, mm. on YouTube. So um, look me up on uh, either YouTube, Scott Yoga, or Facebook, Chad Scott Yoga, and um, and just follow me. And I'm going to start launching um, new videos every month starting next week. So, um, and I'm going to do course, I'm going to do basically courses in all levels, you know, from beginning, intermediate to advanced. Um, So if you're interested, you can check that out. Great. And it's free. I'm going to, I'm going to post that on my web, on the web post about this show and I'm going to check them out myself. That sounds great. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give me a uh, – uh, right now I just have um, basic uh, postures that I've been putting up on YouTube, but I'm actually having full classes that will be up in uh, not this week but the following week. Great. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> and Great. And I'll definitely post that. I can take a class with you even though I'm here in Texas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chad, for for coming back onto the show to talk about yoga. I think this is a really overall global view of the benefits of yoga. Maybe had in, hopefully had inspired more listeners to to start doing it. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. My pleasure. All right. Well, you have a good evening, and I hope to speak to you again. You too. You take care. All right. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and we have lots more to come. And later in the show, uh, jazz saxophonist Paula Atherton is joining us. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com.
Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. All right, and if, uh, if you're just joining us, welcome back. This is Dr. Mara Carpell in your golden years right here on Blog Talk Radio and on drmaricarpell.com. And um, I'm so glad that Chad spoke a little bit about some of the philosophical um, um, tenets of yoga because I know one of them is about kindness and loving kindness and and that's the topic that I'm going to talk about this evening before our musician Paula Atherton joins us. Um, so I think it's it's such an important topic and I think it's one that we really need to um, practice more of. Um, right, right about now, we really need more kindness, and and in doing activities like yoga, um, we will uh, we will automatically start to feel kinder <laughs> um, when we feel more relaxed, when we feel more peaceful, when we are happier inside of ourselves. Then we tend to be kinder to people around us, and then that sort of ripples and cycles where people are kinder back to us and then that creates more kindness. It just has a very um, powerful effect and it spreads. People tend to pay it forward when someone has been kind to them, they're kind to to other people. So I'm going to talk about that in a moment. I do want to mention some news. I know we just ran our new commercial that my book, the Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age is out on in paperback tomorrow. <laughs> it launches the paperback tomorrow, so I wanted to run that commercial now. Um, this week is the launch of the book. So tomorrow the book launches the print. If you order it on Amazon, um, I it will take a little bit extra if you order it extra time for you to receive it if you order it this week because it is actually first being printed this week. But I believe that you will be able to order it this week, if I'm not mistaken. If not, it'll be in a few days. Um, But the launch is tomorrow, and in celebration of this, the book will be on Kindle from tomorrow through Friday for Free, absolutely free. So if you download the book tomorrow, September 10th, right now it's only 99 cents on sale, but tomorrow it's free. And that will continue through Friday, the 14th, that the book will be free on Kindle and it will be launched to soft cover. So you can have both. You can have the Kindle version, which I kind of like having a Kindle version in addition to a soft cover book when it has so many references in it. This book has a lot of 
website links, and I believe that in the Kindle copy, you can just click on it, and it'll take you to that website if you're online at the time. So, and as I have mentioned before, you don't have to own a Kindle device in order to download a Kindle book. You can download it to your smartphone. You can download it to a tablet. You can download it to your computer. You just have to um, also download the free Kindle app. That's also free from Amazon. And you download that, and then you can get anything you want on Kindle, and you can get the book for free. And then if you like to have a book in hand, you can do both. You can have the Kindle for free and then order the book. And then it goes up to full price after Friday. So by Saturday, it'll be at the regular price that Amazon sets. I don't know what that is. They set the price. Um, so. I would say if you hear this, if you're listening to this now, get your book for free. And um, we have some book events coming up related to this launch. So this Thursday, I will be in New York, and I will be giving a private book event at a senior community in the New York area, in Yonkers, New York. And then on Tuesday, October 9th, I will be doing a public event here in Austin. October 9th, I'll be giving a book signing and a talk about the book, and that's at 7 p.m. until 8.30. That's at Book Woman in Austin, Texas. And October 21st, I will be in the Colorado Springs area in Manitou Springs. The details of the time and place are to follow. That will be announced. I just found out today that they said yes to a book signing on October 21st. And I know that late that later on in January, I will be doing a book signing on South Padre Island at Paragraph Books. And again, the details for the exact date in January and time and the place, well, the place is Paragraph, the time will be announced. And we're arranging some other public book events in Colorado and here in Austin and then in New York, in the New York area during the winter and spring. So just stay tuned. And I will be posting a calendar of all of those book events on my website. And if you're following me on Facebook, they will all be posted there. Definitely you'll be able to see when that's happening. More news is creating an online course based on the book, and that will be – that should be ready by November, where we'll be going deeper into the topics discussed in the book, um, where you can work on it from week to week at your own pace because it is online. Um, you just have to download it. And um, for my listeners, I will be giving a discount code, and you're, you can feel free to share it with your friends and family. So it will be a little bit of a discount to take the course online and the link to the online course is in the book and it's on my website and just go to my website drmaricarpel.com and click on course and there it it will be there right now it describes the course and it says coming soon but once it's once it's done that page will be activated and you'll be able to download the course and my latest blog came out in thriveglobal.com last week, last Monday, so check it out. I'm going to talk about it in a little while. 
and that is also on my website under publications. And a few days ago, I published an article on LinkedIn. So go to my LinkedIn page. Just look up Mara Carpell on my LinkedIn page, and I posted an article, a short article there. And um, and it's also on my Facebook pages. So, you know, you can always keep up with what's going on by following me on Facebook, both Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, and the Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Carpell. And you, of course, can see all of my previous blogs um, from Huffington Post and ThriveGlobal.com and Medium.com. You can watch videos uh, that we have made of the interviews I've done in the online, in the um, in-person studio here in Austin and many other things. So go to my website. It's a one-stop shop, DrMaraCartel.com. And follow me on Facebook for the latest news. That's the basic way to find out all the latest information. So I do want to talk, one of my favorite topics is um, kindness and, and being generous without expecting anything in return. And I wrote quite a bit about it in the book. There is um, a whole, you know, pretty long chapter about it in the book. And... Um, I started talking about it when during the last program, but I ran out of time, and my intention was to continue where I left off. Um, but then in the past couple of weeks, I've had some very interesting experiences related to this topic. So I have some more to add to it than just what's in the book. And um, some of the experiences have to do with people being kind and some of the experiences have to do the opposite of that. So um, one of the interesting things that I have noticed, and I, I, it, it puzzles, puzzles me a little bit, and it, I know it shouldn't puzzle me because people are people, but, um, you know, in in launching my first book, I am the one who does all of the um, marketing of it and letting people know about it. So I've been using my social media and letting people know about it, and I'm on LinkedIn. I have quite a few connections on LinkedIn, almost 7,000, and I have been sending you know, individual messages to people who I think might be interested in my book. And... Um, most of the people that I send the messages to respond very positively, just letting them know that the book is out, uh, it's been on Kindle, and if they download it for 99 cents or now for free, it helps me in the launch because, it's, you know, it's, you know um, Amazon likes to see that people are interested in the book. And... Um, and if they can spread the word, let other people know, all of that would be a great help to me. And, of course, I would like to help anybody who I can help. Um, I have helped many people on LinkedIn. I thought they were they had a very interesting topic, and so I have connected with them, and, and you know, we've worked together. It's a collaborative effort. And one of the... The things that I have discovered in my career, and I wrote about this as well in the chapter about women in the book, um, Women and Power, is that 
when we collaborate, and I think this goes for women and men both, but for some reason I think that women tend to be more competitive of each other or or um, I'm not sure if that's true, but I can tell you that when women collaborate with each other, um, they are much, much more successful in in achieving their goals and they're much happier. And in my experience, when I've collaborated with other women, when I've gone to networking meetings with other women and we've helped each other rather than seeing each other as competition, um, we have all created much more success for ourselves and each other, and we've had fun and enjoyment doing it. So what is the point of doing it if it's not any fun? And competition to me is not much fun. So as I said, most of the reactions I've gotten from connections have been very positive. Um, And out in the world, face-to-face with people, most of the reactions have been positive and encouraging. But there have been a few where that have not been so positive or they're almost suspicious of my intentions or um, I don't know, just negative that I even dared to reach out and ask for help. Um, And that sort of threw me off kilter. And um, I ended up writing an article about it in LinkedIn. Um, How dare you follow your dreams? And I'm just going to read it to you because it's real short. It's a, it's just a paragraph long. So you can read it again on LinkedIn if you'd like to or on my Facebook page, but I'm going to read it here. It says, we have a dream. Before we took the first step to follow it, we were scared and hesitant. What if people don't like it? What if remembering that how others feel about us is their business, not ours? As we take risks, people show up to cheer us on. We're moving at warp speed, taking quantum leaps with the cheering of those around us. You can do this. You've got this. We hear them shouting from the sidelines. And then smack, we come face-to-face with those who yell, why are you doing this? Who do you think you are? We're reminded that not everyone will like us. We are disliked by some who don't even know us or what we have to offer. Does that mean that we give up? Didn't we come to the realization at the beginning of this journey that it's none of our business? We forgot then when we forgot that when we became accustomed to the cheering. Don't take anything personally, neither the criticisms nor the compliments. It's not about you. It's easy to do anything when everyone cheers you on. The true test of your passion is when they don't. So that was kind of written to pump myself up. Um, I it was funny because after receiving sort of a not very nice message from somebody that sort of surprised me, I ended up receiving really like over the top, powerfully helpful, kind messages from other people, and it it was the contrast was quite interesting. But isn't it funny how we hold on to the those one or two negative responses when we, even when we have so many positive ones. Um, So the very next day I had done a Google search of myself 
because I was just curious to see if any of my my articles had ended up in other people's websites. And lo and behold, one of my blogs from Huffington Post about self-love was quoted and the link was attached in a recent um, web post from a Zen Buddhist priest named Mark Dyson, Mark Nelson. And he is the spiritual leader of Sweeping Heart Zen in Gloucester, Massachusetts. And I wrote him a thank you. You know, I said, thank you so much. I really needed to see that just at this moment. And especially, you know, after hearing negative criticism. And he wrote back and I asked him if I could quote him and he said, I certainly could. And he wrote back, thank you um, for writing nine ways to be good to yourself starting today. Since I am fully convinced from my own life and practice that, as Dr. Rick Hansen points out, our brains are like Velcro for the negative and like we in general must be emphatically proactive about emphasizing the good in life and in ourselves. And as you point out, we have to notice, practice, and celebrate the good. Otherwise, it's extremely difficult for us to stay in touch with, never mind grow the good, the wholesome, and the beneficial in ourselves and the world. And this is what I needed to hear at that moment. I needed to be reminded of what I wrote in that article, that we need to practice um, focusing on the positive rather than those few negative comments, because those really are not about us. And I recommended to use those criticisms like the irritating sand that inspires an oyster to create a precious pearl. To the question of kindness, um, it takes so little effort to be kind to somebody, to respond to their request for help, which doesn't take very long or take much of us, um, with a positive affirmation. Or at the very least, if we're not interested, just to not say anything and be neutral and walk away and think to ourselves, no, I'm not interested. But to be unkind and to say, no, to the person, I'm not interested, why did you even send me this or anything like that? The effect that we have on other people with unkind words is like the effect that unkind words have on us. And and I think he's so very right in saying that our brain, is, our mind is like Velcro for the negative. We hold on to those negative responses while the te- our mind is like Teflon for the positive. We forget about the positive. And so I think it's important for each of us to be mindful of the things that we say to other people. Why do we need to add to negativity? Why do we want to discourage people? And kindness has such a positive effect for them and for ourselves. So that was the point that I make in the book is that kindness, when we perform acts of kindness for other people without expecting them to do anything for us in return, the benefit to our to ourselves is even 
bigger than the benefit might be for that person. As I said, our mind is like Teflon for positive. So, um, and, you know, that's not my quote. I quote Dr. Hansen. They may forget the kindness, but for ourselves, it has such a, a powerful effect. Um, kindness or acts of generosity have been found in several studies to help us to be able to cope with physical pain and chronic diseases. I mentioned this last time that volunteering has been associated with significant decreases in blood pressure, stomach acid and cholesterol levels, and increased immune functioning. Um, That's pretty amazing. Um, In older adults, it has been found being a volunteer and acting kind and generous without anything in return has been found to decrease symptoms of stress and increase better sleep. And that is due to the phenomenon that has been labeled the helper's high because we have a high feeling due to the release of endorphins, those natural mood-elevating and pain-reducing chemicals produced by the brain, when we engage in acts of generosity. And as I mentioned last time, a study that was conducted at the University of California found that acting in a kind manner actually increases the serotonin in our brain, which is the key chemical that's responsible for our mood, energy, sleep, sharpness of thought, digestion, and health. So being generous can actually be more effective than taking an antidepressant medication to increase our feeling of well-being and increase our positive mood and our ability to learn, our memory, and our sleep, and our health. Um, There was a study that was conducted in which students were asked to commit five random acts of kindness over a six-week period. And at the end of the study, the students were found to have an increase of 41.66% in their own level of happiness. And in another study conducted by Harvard University, researchers found that those people who volunteered time or money to help others were found to be 42% more likely to rate themselves as being happy. So why is this? Well, being kind to other people and giving generously to other people without expecting anything in return actually gives us something that human beings crave, and that is a sense of meaning and purpose in our lives. So if you're many people who are trying to figure out what your purpose is in life, the first place to start, the best and most effective place to start is to do anything in which you are displaying kindness and generosity. At that point, you'll start to feel more meaning in your life and it will lead you to find what you really want to do, what your passion is. And it may 
be that your passion is just daily getting up in the morning and saying, what can I do today to spread the light and bring joy into other people's lives? That may be it. Or it may be something bigger, like a career move or a hobby or some area in which you want to volunteer, some calling that you have. But the the main place to start, the first most effective place to start to find meaning in your life is by giving and being generous of, if you can't be generous of things, be generous of spirit. And there's a very powerful story in Dr. Viktor Frankl's book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. And Dr. Viktor Frankl was a psychiatrist who was um, imprisoned in, in two different concentration camps during the Holocaust. And he was already a psychiatrist when he came to become a prisoner of these concentration camps. So he kind of got through it by studying how people dealt with this horrific situation and how they got through it and in studying himself and how he felt and how he got through it. And one of the, the most powerful ways that people were found to um, create more meaning in their own lives and to be able to um, come out of the concentration camps when they were liberated and not be um, forever dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder, but to be able to go on with happy lives, um, was to be those people in the camps who were generous and kind to other prisoners. So even if they had very little to offer, they would offer somebody their last crumb. And he wrote in the book, we must never forget that we may also find meaning in life even when confronted with a hopeless situation, when facing a fate that cannot be changed. When we are no longer to change, able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. So that generosity came from within. People began changing themselves. Um, and that was the through this. Um, and many people who are on a spiritual path um, actually use kindness as a spiritual path. The benefit of simple acts of kindness. Um, so they're in. In every religion we can see there are leaders who talk about kindness. In every philosophy of spirituality, there are leaders who talk about kindness. Um, You know, the English essayist Samuel Johnson wrote, the true measure of a man is how he treats someone who can do him absolutely no good. The Persian poet, Hafiz of Shiraz wrote, even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that. It lights the whole sky. So giving without expectation is what brings us the most benefit. 
um, St. Francis of Assisi is known for saying, for it is in giving that we receive. And the Buddha taught that when we give to others, we give without expectation or reward. We give without attaching to either the gift or the recipient, and that we practice giving to release greed and self-clinging. And that is how we find the most benefit. So interestingly, I was, so this is kind of a little bit of a tangent. Um, Since my book has been out on Kindle, I've been checking every now and then, every couple of days, I check to see, you know, the ranking of where I am. And for the first time, I clicked on the, on the um, category in which they had put my book, which was self-transformation. And it's always changing. So the pictures of the books that are next to you, that are ranked right next to yours, are going to change. But I had never checked it before, and the first time that I checked it was a couple of days ago. And Dr. Michael Beckwith, who you may remember from the movie The Secret, he's written many uplifting Um, books about finding your own potential in life, his book was right next to mine. And so our pictures were right next to each other. And to me, that was just very exciting because I love his work. And so I took that as a sign that I needed to my book. And it's spiritual liberation, fulfilling the soul's potential. So every... So every morning since then, so it was two days ago, so yesterday and today, I've been reading a little bit from the book. And today, having it in mind that I was going to um, talk about about kindness and generosity, and there it was. Evolved people give without agenda, he wrote. So he talks about how giving without any expectation of anything in return is what helps us to become more evolved. Beginning your day, make it part of your spiritual strategy to ask yourself, how can I give of myself today? And in a few days of this practice, you will fall in love with giving. And the universal law will respond by corresponding and give you even more to share with the world. So on that note, on the, on the very profound words of Dr. Michael Beckwith, I'm going to end this topic and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, sax, jazz saxophonist Paula Atherton will be back to share some of her original music. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. 
Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Worried about memory loss? Dr. Ronald DeVere, certified neurologist and director of Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders in Lakeway, has been helping those with dementia and memory loss for over 12 years. Specializing in the diagnosis, treatment, and counseling of those with memory loss and dementia, Dr. DeVere also has a book to reduce your worry and fear by knowing the fact. Memory loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. Available now on Amazon.com. Dr. Ronald DeVere, Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders center in Lakeway, and his book, Memory Loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 512-261-7909. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. beautiful music of our next guest, jazz saxophonist Paula Atherton, who's joining us on the phone from New York. Good evening, Paula. Hey, Mara. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been a minute, right, since we spoke? Yeah, it's so great to have you back on the program. I always enjoy speaking to you and listening to your music. Oh, thanks. And uh, it's always fun for me to come on and speak with you, so... 
Thank so, 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 Paula, what's going on these days? Well, I'm uh, I'm doing tour dates in support of uh, the album Shake It that you just played a cut from that was called uh, that cut was called Into the Night, and uh, I have some more tour dates coming up uh, for the end of the year. I could tell you what's on for more if you'd like. Sure, please do. Um, so at the end of this month, I'm going to be playing. Um, Shay's Lounge in Columbia, South Carolina, with my friend uh, saxophonist D. Lucas. Um, that's in Columbia on the 29th. And then uh, on October 6th, I'm going to be playing in Missouri City, Texas. Uh, there's a show there at the uh, City Complex. And um, Kyle Turner, another saxophonist, is also going to be playing. And they're going to have uh, some other entertainment there. And um, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave there and then go to San Antonio, Texas, to the Big Bip. I've played at there um, before. I'm going to do a Sunday afternoon show there. And then the following day, October 8th, I'm going to do a jazz workshop there with um, uh, some of the local schools there in San Antonio. And then... Um, I have another, actually, uh, Texas State coming up in Houston, uh, December 30th. I'm playing in Houston, doing like a pre-New Year's Eve show, and Adam Hawley is on that guitarist, Adam Hawley, and uh, Walter Beasley uh, is also on that show. Great. So you're going to be in Texas quite a bit. Yeah, I'm winding up there uh, a lot in the next couple of months. So yeah, I usually get there on on every record. Um, I played in Houston before, never Missouri City, Texas, and uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I played in San Antonio before. Luckily, this show is going to be indoors because um, you know anything in the summer or near the summer. Uh, actually, October wouldn't be that bad in San Antonio outside because I played in July, uh, Balcones Heights outdoors in San Antonio and it's it's kinda oh, like playing yeah. on the sun. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. No, that's not pleasant. Uh, July. Mm-hmm. October should be nice. It'll, it'll be yeah, ready yeah, it should to cool be. off. Yep. Yep. Are you playing anywhere around New York? Yes. Um you're not are you gonna be in New York at all? I'm I'm going to be there Wednesday for a week. I think yes, you're playing right after I leave. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. In New York, I have a couple dates coming up. Uh, we're going to play at this place, uh, this Thai restaurant called uh, Thai Rock on September 23rd. Yeah, I'll be gone. But I'll, I'm, I'll, I will post that September 23rd. Is that in Manhattan or where, where is that? Uh, it's in Queens. It's in, in Far Queens. Rockaway, Queens. Oh, where I grew up. Oh, what day is, are you leaving to go back home? I'm leaving on the 20th. On the, uh, no, the 19th. Yep. Um, that's yeah. uh, what, Thursday or? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing a, a, a Friday, like, jazz trio gig also, but that you'll be gone. Yeah. By then. 
But you're going to be in Rockaway, so I'm going to let my Rockaway friends know about it because that's where I grew up, and my friends still live there. Oh, um, so you've never been to this place, Pie Rock, right? Pie Rock? Yeah. I've never been there. It must be must be new, fairly it's new. It's been there a few years. Um, okay. I'll send you the address and everything. Uh, okay. It's, it's right on the water. Mm-hmm. It's a really good Thai restaurant and uh, has a really fun vibe. Um, if the weather's good that day, uh, we're going to play outside on the deck. And um, very nice. People sit outside. It's it's really beautiful. So yeah, I'll definitely send you uh, details on that. So if some of you yeah, please want to do. Yeah, definitely. So this this CD is out now. Shake it. Is available for purchase or download? Uh, both, yeah. It was released actually uh, earlier this year in February. Okay. All right. So how many CDs do you have now? That's my fifth. Your fifth. Great. Congratulations on that. So, and all of those are available on your website? Yeah. They're all available on Amazon, on iTunes, you know, anywhere you go to buy or uh, download music. Okay. And do you have the links on your website? Yeah, I have. If you go to my website, paulaaddison.com, um, there's some clips there uh, from each one of my releases. And then if you click on the link, it'll take you to... Uh, where you could purchase it, or you could just go to where you like to buy music and uh, put my name in and the name of the uh, release you're looking for, and and that'll come up that way too. Okay, great. So we can talk about the song that you just played, that we just played of yours, Into the Night, before we play the next one. Um, sure. So you, you wanted to hear some... Uh, you want to hear what that song was about? Yeah, Into the Night. Um, Anything well, you can tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my producer, Lujimenez, came up with the idea for the groove and uh, played it for me, and I really liked what it sounded like. So we started to work on it, and uh, I started to hear a melody. So we went into the studio and... and started to put some tracks down on it and uh, it kind of grew from there. I mean, each song that I work on, you know, it depends if it's a co-write or I'm working on it myself, if it's a vocal tune or an instrumental, how, how I come to work on it and how how it comes to be a song. You know, each mm-hmm. each one is like kind of different, but um, that's that's how that one started and usually we'll work on it in the studio in the computer and just kind of like lay down, uh, you know, basic tracks so we can like lay out a blueprint for the song. And then uh, we go back in and, you know, put real drums on it, real bass and have a keyboard player come in. Usually um, Jan Care, the guy that plays in my band. And, Mm -hmm. um, and we start to, you know, add tracks to it and it starts to become a song. Great. Wow. Okay. It's a whole process. Yeah, it really is. And um, 
that's one of my favorite things to do, be in the studio and work work on a song like that because, you know, you start with an idea, maybe it's just a few measures long, you know, it's just the chorus of a song or it's just a part of the melody. Or every once in a while I'll, I'll hear an entire song at one time, but that you can ask any songwriter. That doesn't happen many times in your lifetime. It's not. That's not the norm. Usually, you have to uh-huh. got to work for it. You know. <laughs> right. Right. So it but, sounds um, like it's a collaborative effort at that point when the different musicians come in, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we usually have. Uh, we like to have bass and drums play at the same time. Um, I've had a few tracks where I've had the rhythm section play live in the studio, um, but a lot of times, sorry, I'm out, I'm driving, so you're hearing all oh, the lovely sounds of New York, uh, other things like that go by, but um, yeah, it's, it's really a fun process, um, being creative in the studio all the people that I work with in my band and that I um, have play on my recordings are either people that I know and just really respect or they're really good friends of mine. And uh, so it's, you know, it's always like a really fun thing to do. Yeah, sounds it. So, so Paula, we're going to play the next song that you sent, which is Say Goodbye. Um, Uh Before we play it, can you tell us about it? Yeah, um, it's kind of like the opposite of what you think it would be about. Um, that's that's uh, our little friend in the um, GPS talking right there, <laughs> uh, telling us where to go. Um, yeah, it's about, uh, well, why don't we just play it first and we'll talk about it. But it's it's really about, you know, embracing life and being happy and, and uh you know, seeing the things that that give you joy. Uh, okay. It's about saying goodbye to negative things. That's really what it's about. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> All right. So we're going to play a little bit of that right now. And just hang on, and we'll be back for to talk for a moment before we go off the air. Okay? Sure. sure. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay.
Very nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a fun yeah. song to write and a fun song to sing. Yeah, I love the message, too. Very upbeat. Yeah, so, well, you know, sometimes everybody needs a little bit of, uh, you know, encouragement just to get their head out of, you know, wherever it is. Sometimes, it, you know, we all get stuck. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So um, I hope one of these days we we get to meet again, I, you know, get to be in the same place at the same time. Maybe it'll be on one of your trips to Texas. I'd love to come out and hear your music. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if any of those would be convenient for you, but um, are you on my mailing list, right? Yes. Yes. So you get you get my dates in, in an email? I, I do. Okay, I do. cool. So, um, so if any of them work out, just, you know, definitely let me know. Yep, yep. And I will be posting your... So if if listeners want to see your calendar, is that also on your um, website? Yes, my calendar is on my web, and then I also, you know, I post things that are coming up as they're coming up on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. like that. Right, you know. and of, and of course, but, yeah. if people get on your mailing list, they can get the the information like I do. So yes. That they can send way. me like a, a Facebook message, uh, or you know, uh, a little message on on Instagram or Twitter or something if they would like to be on my mailing list, and uh, and I'd be happy to put them on. Okay, great. All right. Well, good luck to you, Paula, and all your travels and and with the new CD. Thanks so much, Mara. I really appreciate it. It's always great to talk to you. And, and I yes. hope we uh, hook up soon. Maybe we can have dinner or something, you know. Yes, that would be great. That would be great. Well, you have a Sorry good evening. Sorry about all the police and... Oh, that's okay. It just makes me homesick. <laughs> <laughs> the police are right. me now. They got me. <laughs> Okay, Paula. You have a good evening. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, have a good one. All right, thanks. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. So um before Art knocks us off the air, let me let you all know what's happening in the next couple of weeks. Um, as I mentioned, I am heading to New York. So next Sunday, September 16th, we'll be playing an encore presentation of our recent, one of our recent shows. Um, and you can always hear an encore presentation by listening on blogtalkradio.com. But the one that we are playing on Sunday is the one that was on a couple of weeks ago with Kathy Sparrow. And then on September 23rd, we'll be back with another live show, and we will be live from our Austin studio in downtown Austin. And joining us in the studio will be speaker, coach, and author Larry Hawkins II, founder of the Hawkins Development Group. And he will join us to talk about his powerful new book, Five Principles to a Purposeful Life. 
how to move with purpose, making a difference. And more. We always have music or an artist so and a good topic. So tune in in two weeks for that. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information, get the website link that my guests spoke about on the program, listen to previous shows, read my blog, all of that, as I mentioned. Go to Go to my website, drmaracartel.com, and the link to the podcast along with all the information will be posted later this evening. But you can also hear the show in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash your golden years. And be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, and the other page, The Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Carpell, for all of the updates. And this evening's program was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by neurologist and memory specialist, Dr. Ronald DeVere, and by Storyhouse. And special thanks to my guests, Chad Scott and Paula Atherton, and of course, you thank you. Of course, thank you to you, Art, you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring two weeks. Remember to download my book for free and buy a copy of my soft cover book. (laughs) And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone, and have a happy and sweet new year to those who celebrate. La Shana Tova. Good night. guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show. Oh, wow.